0: Hi, my friends. Okay, so there is a lot going on in the world right now. We have obviously the coronavirus. Salt Lake City recently had a uh, earthquake. Not even that long ago, Nashville was dealing with some really catastrophic tornadoes. Um, So there's a lot going on in the world. And if you are an empath like me, if you feel people's emotions, um, and if you get really invested in how other people are feeling then uh, this might be pretty overwhelming for you even if you're not I'm sure this is pretty overwhelming but specifically if you are empathetic if you're intuitive if you're feeling all of the things Um, I don't have all the answers but I do have some things that have worked for me and I have some cool information to share with you guys so let's dig in welcome to your intentional life I'm Brittany Bailey, and I am on a mission to build a seven-figure business without sacrificing the intentional life that I worked so hard to create. So far, I've been blessed to grow my business from the ground up, write for some amazing people, and work with some of the top marketing minds out there. But I am not done yet. Follow along as I take you behind the scenes in my business to talk about marketing, mindset, manifestation, and how intentional living plays into everything that I do. If you're anything like me, don't just let life happen to you. You're always curious, always learning, and always grabbing the reins. Service providers, coaches, course creators, and all kinds of intuitive entrepreneurs have a home here. So let's build your intentional life. Okay, so um, I have, I don't know if this is how you've been experiencing everything, but I have been very just overwhelmed with everything that's going on. And I've been feeling kind of a sense of paralysis, a sense of what do I do? Who do I help? How do I, how do I move forward in this kind of uncertainty, um, that we're all facing right now. And it's been tough. And, um, like I said, I don't have all of the answers, but, um, I'm going to share some things that have worked for me and some things that I've learned, um, from the people that I've connected with. So the very first thing, if you follow me on social media, you notice that I did this. Um, When everything kind of started coming to head, I went on a social media break completely. Um, I went for a week. I actually intended to go longer, but um, I didn't want to totally disappear. So um, I went for a week and that was extremely helpful for me. This is something that I typically do during um hurricane season if there's something that's like um a hurricane that might be coming our way once we're prepared like there's not we're not in an evacuation zone so like once we're prepared for we have hurricane supplies there's like no reason for me to be checking the track every three hours when NOAA updates or whatever it's called NOAA, it's like this app Um, there's no reason for me to be checking every couple hours to see, like, has the track moved slightly this way or has it moved slightly that way? Like once I'm prepared, that's, you know, that's all we can do. We're not in an evacuation zone. So, um, I found that with this whole crisis, I felt that way as well. Like we have the food that we need to have in the house. Tim is obviously going to stop to go to work. I am staying home from the co-working space. You'll probably hear my cats running around in the background right now. Um, That's about what we can do. So like watching every single new death or watching every single new case or um, seeing all the memes about it or seeing like all the chatter about it was really just pulling me down a rabbit hole um, versus actually giving me information that I needed And so if you are prone to feeling all the things, I would recommend taking a little bit of a detox. You obviously don't have to do a week like I did, um, but do like a 24 hour detox or 48 hour detox and just like remove yourself from the vortex of, oh my gosh, this is happening now, this is happening now, this is happening. Um, Because that can really just add to overwhelm, even though Everybody's saying essentially the same thing. You're just getting the same piece of information in like 47 different ways. And that can really, really add to any sort of overwhelm or paralysis that you're feeling from all this. And obviously, it can definitely add to anxiety. Um, number two, this is something that I learned recently. We were on a call with our Digital Insiders coach, Helen Henley, who's amazing, Um, and she was talking about how there's actually multiple ways to respond to stress. We know, um, fright or flight, right? We know those fight or flight. We know those two responses. Um, but there's actually six responses, which was so interesting to me because I did not know that. So I'm going to read them to you. Um, there's fight obviously, which would be fighting it. Um, there's flight, there's freeze, which uh, I definitely liken to being feeling like you're paralyzed. Um, there's flooding, which is being flooded with all the emotions in response to a threat. So I don't know about you, but I definitely identify with that. There's fatigue, um, which is something that it's interesting because I, I follow a few people on Instagram that were talking about how they've just been feeling this like drained, This sense of just like, Oh my gosh, I'm just so depleted. I'm so drained. Um And I have a feeling that this is actually potentially what they're talking about. Um, The last one doesn't really apply to this. It's fawn, which would be like submitting to the threat or the captor. Um, So obviously that's not really relevant to this. But I thought that was so interesting to know that there are multiple ways. Like we always just know that we're in fight or flight, but there's all these other ways to respond to stress. And so if you can kind of figure out, um, A, that you just know that. And so you can give yourself some grace in um, feeling how you're feeling. So if you're like seeing a lot of people online, I know this came up in another call we did at digital insiders. Um, like some people are responding to this very proactively and they're like, okay, we're home. We're, you know, we got all this time. Let's go do all these amazing things and let's produce content. Let's do this. Let's launch. Let's whatever. And if you're not responding that way, if you're feeling like you just want to like lay on the couch and watch Gilmore girls feel like the millionth time, um, just know that you might be responding with fatigue and that's like a perfectly normal response to stress. Um, And so knowing that can, can help give yourself some grace and it can also help you um, know like what tools to have in your toolkit. So like, if you know that you respond with flooding, like just know that you're going to want a journal around when things are starting to come to head. So you can just kind of like get all of the emotions out that you're feeling Um, so hopefully that's really helpful for you. Um, another thing that I've learned that helps me is to stay present in the moment. I feel the more, the further out in the future, I try to project what's going to happen, the more overwhelmed I feel. So the, the really tough thing about this whole, the coronavirus issue is that it's like a two week period. Um, and like, so right now I'm recording it on March 21st. And I know we were in New York almost two weeks ago at this point. And we were all actually exactly two weeks ago. We were all talking. It was like a bunch of us from Digital Insiders. We were all at this restaurant and we were talking like, oh, you know, it's basically just the flu. Like it's, you know, the symptoms kind of suck, but it's not going to be the end of the world. And obviously it's not going to be the end of the world, but um, just in these two weeks, what's happened to the economy, um, what we're starting to see the math of like, the hospitals, which now I'm realizing it's the actual problem. It's not the actual virus. It's how many people are going to need to go to the hospital and how much room we have in hospitals and that kind of thing. Um, So like just in these two weeks, how much things have changed. So my, um, my natural response is to try to project another two weeks into the future and be like, how are things going to be in two more weeks? Like, what are things going to look like? How is the economy going to change? Um, who in my life is going to be impacted by this? Like I start to project further and further out and it's a loop that I can't close. It's something that I can't, like there's absolutely, there's a way that we can kind of project. We can think, okay, this might happen, that might happen based on, you know, what's gone on in the last couple of weeks, but there's really no way for us to know for sure. And so staying present, like continually bringing myself back into the moment um, helps with that. And so some ways that I do that is, um, tapping you guys have seen me tapping on uh, Instagram before um, it's basically just tapping all these pressure points in your body um, and it moves stale energy around it um, it brings you back to the moment in a couple of ways so one you're obviously um, you're saying affirmations that you're doing it um, two you are it's essentially called grounding if you have studied um, any kind of like behavior after um, anxiety or panic um, Grounding is basically where you bring your frontal lobe back online, um, gets you back in touch with your body. So you have this part of your brain that's like the stress part of your brain. It's one of the oldest parts of your brain. It's called your amygdala. And so that is what's typically in control if you're in fight or flight. And um, doing things like tapping or bringing yourself back to awareness of your present state or your present place um, can bring your frontal lobe back online, which is the logical part of your brain. That's like, hey, you're not being chased by a lion. You're going to be okay. Um, So tapping, obviously, it helps for the actual means of tapping. Like, it helps move energy through your body. It helps um, with your affirmations and everything, but it also helps just get you aware back to your body if you're actually really in a panicked state. Um, Journaling is great. It gets all the rambling thoughts out of your head. Um, Doing yoga, walking, obviously still... um, staying six feet from everybody if you can. Um, but, you know, walking, getting outside, even um, just like in your backyard or whatever um, is super helpful as well. Anything that brings you back into the present moment um, is is critical when you are feeling yourself start to spin out. Um, number four. So for me, um, this is a coping mechanism that I this is the first coping mechanism that I learned. Um, And I use it now in conjunction with all these other things. I don't, I try not to rely on just this, Um, but it's to find something funny or laugh or smile. And so when I was first moving out on my own um, and I was having anxiety, I would just like, it was like friends episode after friends episode or Gilmore girl episode. And like, I just, like, I couldn't, those were just on all the time because I just had to like be laughing or, or smiling um, to keep myself from from a state of panic um, now it's just something that I do you know along with all these other things but um, it does really help so if you can find like a funny show or YouTube video or something that you just like can go to if you're just like I really need a mental break you really need to, to feel like my brain is not spinning out of my head right now um, find a funny show find a find a positive show. Ellen is amazing, um, about this. Uh, if you want to turn on an Ellen show, that's usually a great option. Cause she does the, obviously the interviews, which are pretty carefree. Um, and then she's like always dancing. Her monologues are hilarious. She does the game of games show. Um, so I mean, Ellen is obviously one of my role models. I don't, I'm sure I've told you guys that before, but, um, that's a good option. You know, anything that's like a tried and true funny thing. Um, That's a really, really good thing to do. And then lastly, this kind of serves two purposes, just like the uh, tapping. So um, keep moving. And I mean that in two different ways. So one, um, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you saw a post that I made that was uh, about keeping your momentum up. And when you feel like a pause in your business or if you're feeling like you've been impacted by this, you know, you've had clients that have moved their their launch dates or something like that um keep your momentum up by like doing all these different things in your business they're not necessarily client work but they will keep you moving forward Um, so like batch content or um pick up that course that you bought a while back and you haven't had time to go through um read a book obviously Russell Brunson's Traffic Secrets just came out perfect timing right Um, so like kind of keep yourself moving, Write A mission statement, work on your, uh, systems in your business while you don't have a ton of clients trying to go through that system. It's really, that's like an ideal time to work on your systems, right? Um, you're not trying to be in transition with a bunch of people, a bunch of balls in the air. Um, so keep moving in your business because that will, as like, as things pick back up, as you are moving forward, it's so much easier. I've learned, to like steer the car than it is to start from zero, zero miles per hour, right? So like once you're moving, it's so much easier for, be, for you to be like, okay, you know what? I actually do need to, to blog for this client or I do need to respond to this. Like if you're working on your project management system, it's easy for you to pivot and start working on this thing for this client. But if you're like on day four watching a Harry Potter marathon, like it's kind of hard to get you like back in the work mode. Um, so keep your momentum up by, um, by doing those things. And then another benefit of this is it also keeps you in problem-solving mode. So if you're like active in your brain and you're like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, like how can I be leveraging this time? Um, those are questions, like phrasing things in that way keeps your brain online and keeps you in like a problem-solving mode versus a totally like paralyzed mode. Um, obviously you're going to, you know, you're going to have hints of that. I definitely have hints of that. Um, But as much as you can doing these things and asking yourself these questions, like how can I make the best use of this? Like what, um, what can I be doing to just keep my momentum up? Like how can I, you know, any of those questions keep your brain online. Um, And that's critical to not only um, moving you forward, but keeping you out of like, Um, a panicked state or a paralyzed state or an overwhelmed state. So that's what I have for you. Hopefully that is, those are helpful uh, tips. If you are feeling like all the things in the wake of all of it that's going on in the world right now, Um, if you're feeling overwhelmed, paralyzed, anxious, know that you're not alone. I am in a group with a lot of amazing entrepreneurs and this is something that we're talking about daily in the group. Um, so people are still launching, people are still moving forward in their business, but nobody is immune to this that's going on. Um, so even if you're not seeing like people that you follow address it, I'm sure that you are by this point, but even if you're not seeing people address it, that doesn't mean that they're not feeling it. They're probably just talking about it in these smaller communities. Um, so know that you're not alone, know that people are uh, feeling the weight of this across the board. Nobody's operating at full capacity. Everybody has kids home. Um, everybody is is stocking up. Everybody is watching what's going on. Everybody's paying attention. Um, so you're not alone if you're feeling that way. We're all in this together. We're going to figure it out. Um, I truly believe that if anybody is going to to figure it out, it's going to be uh, the entrepreneurs. It's going to be people who um, are used to solving problems in our um, are committed to to serving the people that they set out to serve. So um, we're going to get through this. I love you guys. I hope that you are all staying well, staying safe, and um, talk soon. How would you like to learn the skill I used to go from burned out service provider to in-control business owner? In Email Copy School, I'll teach you how to master both the science and the art of this in-demand skill so you can serve your clients better, get more consistent work, and charge premium prices. Join us now at emailcopyschool.com. And remember, early bird bonuses are only around for a short time. So be sure to head over to emailcopyschool.com to secure your spot now.